This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lovely take and turn by Grant. He's right between two defenders. Grant Jinx shoots high. Wonderful goal, Carla Grant. That's an absolutely top draw strike by Huddersfield Town's January signing. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces, bright and early for the daily races, going Welcome back, you brave, tortured, alleged adulterers, you. After a short break, Andy takes that chances back to disprove the Jonah theory and blame everything on the Instagram kid. Coming up, we'll discuss the Bournemouth and West Ham games, I'll froth at some of the senior pros on the books, Cosy talks overhaul and Neil chats about the impact relegation will have on the support next season. And we'll also, as usual, let you set the further agenda. Faithful to the podcast and faithful to you, I'm of course joined by... The aforementioned Neil and Cozzy. Good evening. Hi, Matt. Whereas Danny is potentially playing away this evening, I'm of course referring to that tragic story run by The Sun or some other red-top rag that says, based on a small survey, that 69% of Huddersfield Town fans cheat on their partner. Shame (laughs) on you all. There were a bit of cheating on partners, defensive partners on Saturday, looking at some of that footage. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Congolo. <laughs> yeah, we'll of course, name. of course, I'm yeah. just kidding. Stupid story, but bizarre story. But it could see us at top of the league for once, eh? Mm. Perhaps that's the 21st century journalism that Blake was telling us about a couple of months ago. Maybe that we don't understand. Okay, so I think we'll start with my question that we put out on Twitter this week, as I don't think I could talk about the two games without trampling all over this, so, if I may, guys. So we put out a tweet yesterday on the Andy Takes That Chance uh, podcast uh, Twitter profile, 
And it says, for me, the elder senior pros are massively letting the younger players, manager and supporters down. The attitude from them is dreadful. I'd be looking to move the vast majority of them on and hope Jan Zivert has a few leaders up his sleeve for the summer. And any thoughts on that? So, a few things are starting to fit into place a bit more for me, guys, um, with regards to a lot of things. The bad performances that that we're seeing. We're now used to seeing Jan Zivert froth, rage, be unhappy at pretty much every post-match interview and and through his frothing after Bournemouth, he's constantly repeating, this is not my football, this is not my football. And previous to that, in the um, interview that he did prior to Bournemouth, one thing that was quite telling and quite strange uh, was that Tommy Smith was obviously not stripped of the captaincy, but it was given to Schindler. Um, and some of the comments that he made over and over again was that we need more leaders on the pitch and we need more people who take responsibility for our squad. And he made that point several times, which to me set a f- couple of alarm bells going, you know, prior to the Bournemouth game. Yeah. Um, we've got people in this squad who've played Champions League football, they've played World Cups, they've played top divisions with hundreds of appearances between them. And for me, they're just not taking responsibility on the field. They've, several of them look like they've downed tools. And for me, this lack of leadership in the squad and on the field can only have a detriment to younger players, such as Philip Billing, for example, who seems to be bearing the brunt of most things despite not being a senior pro. Um, He's not a natural leader. He needs people around him to to lead. Um, I'm starting to think that some of them have moves lined up for next season already. The agents have been going at it. Um, And I'm really, really disappointed with some of them. And, And for me, Neil, it's... It's tarnishing uh, almost a hero legacy of what they provided last season. Last season, there were so many heroes, so many memories. Fantastic, you know. And some of these players and now, with what they've been up to, if you like, the last couple of months, they're now starting to really sort of tarnish that. And for me, a lot of them are going to leave in the summer and people are going to be saying, thank God for him, I don't like him. Yeah. And there's going to be some unpopular players there and they should have been heroes. Yeah, I think everything you've just said sadly very true. I think um, a lot of them are very evidently down tools. When you've got when you, when you're relying on kids like Bakuna to be on there and sort of leading it and leading the charge and getting in amongst the fight, he's been fantastic. He's so been excellent. When I say senior pros, I'm looking at 27 years. Of no, age what plus. I'm saying is when you're looking yeah. at people like Bakuna. They who, should who's, be leaders, who's yeah. having to take yeah. that mantle because those around him have gone into the shell. That's that's the flip side of what, what I've said. The good thing, what you've just said, Neil, the good thing of that is people are stepping up. So Bakuna has stepped up. He's eight, for me, Bakuna's been really, really good the last sort of four to eight weeks. And he was the yeah, one yeah, player I thought should have been player of the month or was in with a shout, if you like, of yeah. player of the month last month. For me, he's been great and he was great against West Ham. I think it's hard to single Lossel out neg- too negatively because... Yeah, keepers make mistakes, but he's, generally speaking, says the right thing, does the right thing, and when you're behind that 10 every week, that's got to be quite a dismal job, to be fair, on it? We'll come back to Jonas Losel later, but there are a number of different issues, Cosy, that we've seen over the course of the season, and sometimes when these stories come out, they come out from all over the place, and you kind of just think, yeah, whatever, you know, sometimes they seem to be pretty random. Um 
Lussell, for example, dropped at the start of the season. They reckon fitness issues for a goalkeeper. Um, little bit unsure about that. But to be fair to Jonas Lussell, Neil, he's still turning in performances of which are, are, yeah. are decent. And yeah, he won he the Blue and White Foundation um, Player of the Month last month. And rightly so. Um, Zanka, the comments from Denmark's head coach seem to have made his head implode, to be honest. What um, did you expect, though, lads? Sorry, but in, but hey, well, obviously this was going to happen for me. And this is football, a football where morals and giving your best every day, like with most people I would hopefully to do in their workplace, that doesn't happen. This were obvious to me were going to happen. Siva has ruffled a few feathers by, you know, it's he's been very direct with his, you know, post-match stuff, with his selections. There's guys that are out of contract. The team are losing every week. People have... I knew this was going to happen, me. I don't, I, I don't know why I'm surprised. Though. I know what you're saying, Neil, that you should want everyone to give the best and bust a cup, but there were always going to be winners and losers. There were going to the be what? people who stepped but, up that we've seen, but... But I think this started before Siva, for me. Yeah, maybe. With, with some well, you look I think, at... I think when they're writing, we're on the wall. I mean, Zanka, all season, terrible. That's for David Wagner. All season, terrible. And of course, let's mention the story that in the one when I mentioned Cosy, one of the stories that were quite peculiar and came out in the summer was that apparently Depoitre wanted to leave because he was homesick. And you look at that and you think, nah, a load of rubbish. But the way he's played since makes you think, well, maybe there is some truth in that. Yeah. Um, Depoitre Van La Parra fell out with David Wagner and seems to have yeah. disappeared off the face of the earth at Middlesbrough. The pulis. I think I think Cosy's right in job. that. I think this would always likely to happen. When Siever took over, purely because of what he is doing and ruffling a few feathers and swapping things, but my point is, I think it started long before mm. Siever took over. If you, if, I think for me, someone like Aaron Moy, I don't think you know, I don't want to question his kind of you know, commitment and ethic because he can kind of be deceptive. But he knows he's going to get another club. He's kind of put on the bench bizarrely for me against Brighton. I, I, you always think, well, there's people playing for like moves next season but I, I it feels like to me like a lot of stuff's been done already like you say Matt that you know I but, think it's done and yeah, dusted done and, and these dusted. guys yeah, these guys know that they've yeah. got clubs signed up so I, I've got to be honest I'm a bit cynical but I just thought this is what we would get and I would just I'm really hoping I that, think the that disappointing we've seen thing, some positives and, and we have obviously we've seen one or two that will come you know we'll the disappointing thing there, though Cosy is last season these players were giving everything for yeah, the shirt but you we, know. Were, we were different then though we were on a roll we were still fighting to stay up things are different you're arriving at work we're dead and these these players are captains they're leaders you know they have been captains and leaders for years and you just feel disappointed and let down by some of the performances that we're getting I feel let down by some of the performances not everybody Aaron Moy to me again I don't look at Aaron Moy as much of a a leader he just kind of quietly does his thing he's just a good footballer Um, good footballer he's not one who's going to start streaming and shouting at everybody and no. And getting amongst players on pitch, he plays his game, doesn't he? He does, and, and to be honest, I I hate digging players out by name, but it's just got to the stage now where I'm just fed up of yeah. some of the performances, and and you just feel like what what these guys are giving is just is unfair. And you could see Jan Ziva against Brighton; he was absolutely apoplectic with yeah. how we switched off on that free kick. Okay, because you were thinking, you know, maybe we didn't deserve a point, which is which is fair enough, but. He's he was furious because people have travelled so far to watch yeah. that, and then these guys have I just get switched off. But on, on the flip side of all that negativity about all these senior ones who have continually let us down over a period of time now, I like the fact that he's leaving some of them out very clearly, yep. and chucking in Grant Bakuna, Rowe, 
let, let you know give the yeah, I, 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 let, let, let's see yeah. let's see daily start mm. a game you know let's I, I want to see these lads in the last six or seven games get some minutes in because if, if we never see like Zanka and the Patron of Townshire again let's be fair it's too soon anyway I, I wasn't on board with that initially but now I'm seeing things and now you're kind of hearing and putting things together I, I'm completely with you I do not want but to see some I'd rather lose seven games with these lads getting some minutes and learning them lose seven games watching other ones go well, through motions. Some fans were tweeting me when I was sticking up for him, really doing me head in, especially after Bournemouth. Did, did some fans really think that he were going to come in? David Wagner, the king of Uddersfield, could not change what we were doing. He'd been handed one striker from League One, ironically, you know, be one of our better men. And did really people think we were going to burst and win four games out of seven or five games? It was always going to be for me like this. Yeah, we want... I think there was a hope because it wasn't that once we got Moy back, once we got Billy back, yeah. once we got some players back yeah. from Jim The Mooney guy's back. trying his best, though. You can see, it's not It's not like he's just kept with the state squad. Oh, we're really we're trying not criticising Sievert, though. That's... No, but some people are. Yeah. I can't yeah, believe it. I know you're going to get the odd fruit, but it's like people saying I could see no different. And I, I knew that people would start to compare it to Wagner coming in and in the championship with the same players and then you could see immediately that impact we talked about the game against Hull and the game against Middlesbrough and then obviously stuff Sheffield Wednesday and stuff I, I never believed that we're going to as much as I'd love to it happen I, we're playing in the Premier League where yeah. it's 100% ruthless and yeah we could expect a bit better but I can't blame any of that for Sievert 16 game pre-season we got that's what we've got we're, you know, we've had a bit right, of fun against Wolves. Well. Saturday were fun. <laughs> right, right, rightly or wrongly, I, I, I almost look at Saturday, even though we lost a 3-1 lead, I almost look at that positively <laughs> in the fact that we we've gone away shots. from home, he's playing these kids, we've bagged three, and we've scored, I mean, to be fair, we've scored, I mean, that second goal of Grant's is, is, is from worthy. From what we had against Bournemouth seven days before, Neil, it was an incredible ab- turnaround. Absolutely. Yeah, so, there's, on the flip side of yeah, it all, there are a lot of positives to look at. Yeah. And if he, if he goes about the next six, seven, six or seven games, let's be fair, behind the scenes, he knows pretty much already, I reckon, he knows who's going to stay out of that squad. Who he wants to stay out of that squad and those who he wants to bring in. My my point really about the senior pros was that they're letting Sievert down, Cosy. Yeah, of course they these, are. These, well, in my them. opinion, these these are what when you go three one up at West Ham, what do you need to see that game out? Your punchings, etc., have come on and but Premier League. This exactly. is the Premier League. West Ham. You could say that their. I bet their players were. You know, they looked like they were letting them down. They were on the beach. They were not bothered. They couldn't care less. They were only a bit of shocking defending from us. It got back in it. It's, it's everywhere. It's rife. This is football today. Players, not bothered. They've got other contracts. They don't care about Uddersfield, mate. They've signed up already for next season. And then why should they bust a gut and risk a bit an injury when they're probably signed already? Yeah, that some of them like you think you know think like Depotti was mentioning there and Zanka, that person we were talking up, you know, kind of last season. What an improvement he made. Such you know, when we'd signed him, he would have captain money at Copenhagen, and that's what you know we were purring about. We had a team of leaders. I, I, th- I think Zanka's been dreadful all season. To be fair, I think he's he's come back with a serious case of Billy Big Nuts. After World Cup, scored a goal. Did I did okay for Denmark over there? And I think he's come back and got Danish Player of the Year, didn't he? Yeah, he's listened to all I. Best I can say about him, he joined. He joined the wave after we beat him Wolves, which was you know when he won't yeah, even yeah, more. That, that, that's yeah. probably the only positive I can <clears throat> say about him. But Jan, this is this is what I'm liking to see. Jan's getting in there. He's saying stuff. I know some people are kind of raising eyebrows when he's real direct. Let's be fair. Kind of comments a, a month ago. There won't be many people in twenty odd thousand that ground who would even heard a roar. Up and, and to be fair, he probably won't even on 
thoughts at first team until he bagged that couple against Bradford behind closed doors. Do you um, think? Because I knew as soon as thrust in and why not? As, as soon as I t- defended him, because I'm really liking kind of the, some of the stuff that he, he's doing, even though the results are pretty much the same. But I knew I'd get a couple of tweets back and yeah, well he had no other option. What else? You know, it's kind of a free hit and stuff like that. But I just think. I, I I don't know. I think that's it's an easy thing to say that in here and that as well. Well, what do you expect? You've got to throw the kids in. You haven't got that pressure. But would Wagner have done, uh, done that? I don't think he would. No. You know, well, I, no, I really no. don't. So I think it's brave what he's doing. And, it is. Yeah, and it's it's an easy thing I think I, just to say that. Well, I'm going to support. I'm going to support him in doing that as well because these players are letting him down, and he needs to build for next year. You know, these players that have got moves lined up, just bin them. Well, it's like I said. I, I'd much prefer him to say. I'd like rather see. Dehaney, Daly, Rowe, Grant, anybody else that wants to come out from under-21s, under-23s, I'd rather see them come and play at last seven games, give everything they've got and learn about senior football than watch all those who are going to clear off go through motions. I think the only There's frust- a way to lose, isn't there? 100%. The only frustrating for me, Neil, and, and I thought and Saturday were very evident, I know and people might laugh and think, what difference would they make? But I think we re- we are really lacking. From look like we had wide players galore at the start of the season. We've got not now and and Benzer and Diakabi. I thought against West Ham they, that were the, they could have gone to town. We could have and then we scored three goals. It's a shame we're not really seeing them. And I don't know how far they are off getting fit. To be honest with you, but could they, be back. Uh, both of them could be back for uh, the next game yeah. on the thirtieth. Apparently, I just think if they're kind of the ammunition. Everything's kind of going a bit central and. Yeah, we'd start to yeah. see some good stuff from Diakabi after we'd pretty... To be fair, though, I mean, brutal, if, if they both get fit, I'm only actually bothered about seeing Diakabi because he's, he's ours. There's not a lot of point in chucking and benzing for five or six when you've got... I'd rather see Daly and Rowe get I'm not sure what's going to happen with season. I'm not sure what's happening with him, Benza, because... Well, we're not going to pay money, are we, in summer? I don't know, but I don't know if we're already it. committed, because yeah. the, the, tra- the the transfers of Lursal, Hadijanai, Kachunga were all based on if he makes X appearances, the move gets triggered. I don't know what... Well, Ben's a cat played. Has he played 10 games? Yeah, he's played about... He's played quite a few. And so it all depends on what, what it is. We may be obligated to actually pay him, pay the money I, for him. I don't him. think there's any obligation. There's, I, I think we can... I think we've got an option, but an option's a lot different to an obligation. But this, need, is how, this is how it was worded on every other player, but we were obligated despite mm. it saying option. So that's what I'm saying. We need we, pace we guys in our to. team. We need pace in the team. In the top level, pace hurts people. Grant's got a bit of yard pace, as you saw with his goal on it Saturday. It does. I'd just be yeah. loath to spend but No, no, I 10, totally agree with that quid as well. On so and I just think that's, I mean, Bournemouth beat us with pace. Pace, Fraser destroyed us, you know. It was just like, you knew that they had that, that them weapons. We've not got that. And I've got to, to me, honest, we've, we've got to I find the weapons I, I for think next I year. I had destroyed us that day. Yeah. But it. it, it that's what I'm just. I just don't think he's gonna sign Mbenza. Dear Carbid, I mean, you haven't seen much of him. But no, he's, but he's he's, he's yeah. ours, isn't he? He's quick and yeah. at that level, you've got to hope that he's going to be decent. Yeah, match winners. We haven't got many yeah. of them. We need some more. Not bothered if we don't yeah. see Sobby. I don't, I don't think Sobby will come back anyway. No, I, I don't forgot think. about him. Yeah, I don't <laughs> seventeen think back. appearances Mbenza has played so far. I bet he hasn't played more than four games if you had it all up though. Yeah. Remember that cross against Burnley, Neil? Remember the good times, <laughs> man? One, <laughs> one, one cross. Oh no, a decent, you had How a decent many shot against Tottenham. One cross, yeah. Yeah. He's played a total of 694 minutes. So, that's well, oof. This eight, is, this is showing, showing our math, maths up here, but again, it's based on appearances, but anyway, we'll go back. So, Further on on that point, so we've 
put that out to Twitter, so let's hear what people think. So, uh, Freddie Cocker says he 100% agrees. Seven and a half agrees. games. Seven and a half. Good maths, Neil. Uh, 100% agree. I'd keep Hogg and Schindler, but the rest of the senior players can go if it's an option. Was really disappointed with Smith's post-match comments on Radio Leeds. Full of platitudes and empty words. He's the club captain. You expect more. I didn't hear the post-match. No, I didn't hear that. I was inebriated. I was uh, not giving seven, you know. (laughs) Uh, Tom Butcher. uh, Some good, good ones from Tom. Uh, Zanka um, is the worst culprit gets caught out of position time and again then recovers with a walk or a jog that's what made me froth against Bournemouth uh, lazy appalling attitude you only need a couple like him in a squad when things that go well and you're done for you can add Punch and Mounier Depoitre Billion and Hadajanai some people would justifiably add others too um, fortunately I think we've seen enough in this short tenure to suggest Siva will stand for it next season and that's what you were saying as well Cosy that Yang gets fired into to them, Anthony Gummersell says Lerva tries his best and would be good to keep as a left back. Chris Lerva, I was disappointed with on the fourth goal uh, for West Ham, but Chris Lerva over the course of the season has has been one of the senior pros who does stand up when uh, when it comes to it. He's given us three good years, uh, and one of my favourites. So um, John Smith at Cup Lake Cake uh, says I'm going to go against the majority here. Last season, the senior players should they had the desire and determination to stay up. Uh, I think the constant losses unfairly earlier on in the season have given have ground the team down till it has broken. Players haven't actively given up. I totally agree. Uh, I, I did wonder which way it would go. The December, we always go back to that big December where, you know, we, me and Neil have always said it, we're kind of done after Southampton and that as well. And then it's kind of, you know, there's only so many times you can lose before the heads go down and... It's just, yeah, it's it's been interesting. So one of Alex Pritchard is an interesting one for me because he, he would talk about, you know, senior players and I don't, he's not that old, is it? But 25, he kind of crossed. But I look at that guy and think it's frustrating because obviously not delivered what we want him to do. But the guy just gives every ounce of energy and effort. He runs around, he chases. Maybe it's sometimes daft energy waste. But I, I look at that guy and I find it hard to knock kind of Pritchard when, you know, we, we kind of could mention other other people and that as well. Bakuno's obviously stood out, but Pritchard, he's he's one I certainly won't put in that down tools senior no, player. He's not, on that as well. he's not on my down tools list now. No, and he must be so frustrated because he's been played everywhere, to be honest with you, where <laughs> you know If we're playing four three three next season, there's he's gonna have to mm. find a niche somewhere in that. That's one thing. I think he can. Championships is his level for me. It's his level. And at that level he's very good as well. Uh what he also says, Cosy, is uh it is analogous to uh, a great boxer who has taken too many hits and punishment, a shell, which is why we're going to see a new team rise, Town 2.0, so I like that. And there's a really good one from Judith Stevenson as well. Um, it's a really, really good point. And she says, that I don't think that the players have given up, but I've been worn down by two years of fighting the odds. This season they have had to take some really tough calls going against them in very important games. As a team, we aren't good enough. That's different to not trying. And I think that's... Mm. that's Genuinely, a really, really good tweet, fair, but I do think point, some of them that. have stopped. So they have now. Without, there's no shadow. But there's no not until about it. not until the last month. No. Uh, Tom Bradshaw, um, Tom's worth a follow. Some great um, il- illustrations that he does. Um, he said, "What said a lot to me on Saturday was how we were bossing the game with the youngsters. Then we were forced to make three changes for players who've made loads more Premier League appearances than the lads replaced, and we just capitulated. Very disappointed in the lads that came on." Mm. Um, one of them uh, was Jason Punchin, who has himself has had a run-in with Jan Ziva. 
Um, I'm surprised to see him back, to be honest, but I think it's due to lack of numbers why we did see that. But, you know, he's missed a sitter at the end as well, so didn't go great for JP. But, you know, sometimes you forgive and forget, don't you? Uh, Graham Rayner says, yep, the one that said it all uh, was Grant off for Mounier. We lost our outball and lost us the game. Uh, Mac Terrier says, Grant is always on the turn, like Vardy and Wilson. Defenders are scared. Mooney and Depoitre always have their backs to the goal and are usually stationary. Uh, Chris Hewson dived in with that and says, you make him sound like a pot of natural yoghurt. Claire Hill says, I keep Schindler, Hogg and Lerver. Also, Lussell as keeper. I think you might be disappointed in I think there's a only odd will still be here with that. Mm. Uh, Lerver, I think, for another 12 months, possibly. I think he'll go back to Germany. He's got 12 months on his contract, I think he might see out, but I won't be surprised either if he went. Uh, must be frustrating for the younger players who are clearly fighting not only for the club, but to also prove themselves as players to not be supported by more senior pros. Bedmeister says, people all seem to think we'll just keep hold of Hogg, but I have a feeling Burnley will come knocking. Williams could be a good replacement, but is he jinxed or just been unlucky and now ready to shine? It's a good point, is that? Because if you think of our... You know, kind of good days, and even last season. I mean, obviously the Wolves won't speak to mind. Not many of them about, but he was really touted in, in match of the day too. Remember Danny's <laughs> video where he kind of you know docked it. But last season, I think anyone who knows the football, especially you know scouts and and people there, Johnny Og is a key. You know, man, that's a great shout. Is that from uh, from Rich there? Because I think, yeah, we all assume because of his loyalty, but. Yeah, if if someone comes a knocking, maybe we up Burnley go down so that. Well, Jonathan Ogg plays only for us. Uh, Graham says, "Oh, Watford been there before, mm. and would." Uh, I'm not sure what he's put there. Does he fancy going around the block again? This is a thing for me. <clears throat> thing, he... thing is, Ogg as well. He came with us for a reason to get near home. Yeah, so he lives in his home's in Middlesbrough. Yeah, so I I think unless Middlesbrough or someone equidistant to Huddersfield comes in, I th- yeah. where Burnley is a is a valid, yeah, you know, yeah. valid. He's a pureless man, but I don't see him surviving if they don't get up. But no, yeah. I don't no. no, I think he's off. Uh, HTAFC Dream says, I really like Jan Zivert. I think he's focused, hungry, sharp, and see the attacking game he wants. I think he deserves to offload who he wants and bring in who he wants, so that's in support of what you said there, Cosy. Uh, Eddie Hoyle, haircut, haircut club. Um... Says they've been a huge letdown. The going got tough this season and they bottled it. Zanker and Dupuach are the biggest culprits for me. I think the squad overall are missing Hef. His character was obvious to everyone over the last couple of seasons. He was ideal with the younger players. However, I've got every faith in Jan Zivert to address this issue next season. I'm looking forward to it. Then we had uh, George. I'm looking forward to a couple of months off. Do you know, I'd like a season off. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I want to shout out about Saturday, and again, I've always liked Manuel Pellegrini. The guy, a class act. Uh, but after the game, as soon as the whistle went, Sivert looked an absolute bro. If we thought we were good, he was absolutely devastated. But Pellegrini, his face, he knew he'd robbed us. And I don't know what he whispered in, but it were almost like, keep your chin up, mate. We didn't deserve that. I just thought it was total class. He kind of, there's an experienced manager, been everywhere, won everything pretty much. And kind of just looking after his kind of younger uh, coach and that. So I thought that was just a class touch. I've got well. inside on what he actually said to him here. Oh, right, okay. He, he actually said to him, what was Tommy Smith doing leaving Hernandez <laughs> in a free header? <laughs> Neil, I thought you were actually had it then. I know, I said that with a, a straight man. delivery as well. Just destroyed that praise from Manuel. <laughs> Absolutely, Jeff Boycott straight back there as well. Well done. 
So we've, <laughs> we've had George Estros, 92, who's got in touch. He said Zanka thinks he's bigger than the club and reckons he can do better at a better team. Tommy Smith's level is League One. Can't pass, can't talk, can't read the game, can't lead the team. Won't take responsibility, no end product. How is he club captain? I'll counter that with two years ago. Championship. Championship right back player of the year. And second top of the assist charts. So let's just... Uh, disagree to disagree. Good enough for Premier League? No. Probably not. Championship, definitely. Uh, Dale say, Dale Marsden says, shadow of the player he was in the championship is Smith. I think people forget how good Smith was at the end of last season as well, whereby David Wagner needed a go-to defender. He brought Smith, Smith in for yeah. Man City and Chelsea away, and he was he was excellent. Um, and let's remember, it's you know, much say he's not the same players in the championship. Not many of them are because they're not good enough for this level, exactly. you know. And get back to the championship, Tommy Smith. If, if Tommy Smith's still in our squad next season, starting that season championship, I'll be happy. I'm re- I'll be happy as well. I just hope he's not been scarred too As long much as he's not been scarred by it so much, yeah. Um, so, uh, Matt S, um, similar name to me, uh, says many of the senior players have not shown the desire, passion or fight to play for the club this season when staying in the Premier League was still a possibility. I can't see that improving in a lower league. Agreed that an overhaul in some personnel is needed and Jan Ziva brings in new I think what's interesting, and kind of nicking my tweet and that as well, but it's joining it together because it's all very linked. See that really interesting. His comments last week were really interesting. He, he kind of said that the next season it could be a massive change. As he, he kind of hinted at, at that as well. So it's almost like to me he's maybe had some chats with a. Again, I'm only guessing, but he's maybe had some chats with a few players. Or is it just judgment on training ground and, and things like that as well? It. It were almost like he were prepared for us to say, "Look, get used. To, it's going to be massive changes next year." Where, as we've come into this bad run, you, part of me is thinking, "Well, it doesn't need a major overhaul." And but it's almost like Siva in it does. So is that his choice, or is that guys like we were saying, Schindler, what have you seen? Sorry, Gaffer, but I kind of don't want to go around the block again in forty-six games or championship. Not for me. I want to go back. It, it would a really interesting comment, and he's good. His interviews are really good. You do get a kind of more interesting quotes than probably Wagner does and that intrigued me did that one and well let's link in what uh, Ed Clough says I've got little faith in the manager just saying you did ask but uh, David Siddle <clears throat> linking into that says the bigger issue is the lack of leadership in the transfer policy if you are a senior pro coming off a good World Cup in a team that needs goals and you don't bring in any quality what message does that send mm-hmm. it's all well and good talking about an overhaul but who leads it where is the director of football I think is what mm-hmm. he's saying and again, we ask that, don't we, every week, what's happening with the director of football. I'm sure it's all in hand, but obviously because the club... It needs to be, because... If it's that, not... That is a crucial point. Yeah, it's an, it's an important point that needs... It needs addressing, doesn't it? Because we've never really recovered... I know you would optically agree with this, but we've never really recovered from Weber leaving. Because we've not really replaced him as such. Moss came, stayed 20 minutes. Rebbe came... He's had a lot of slate in his rebel, but let's be honest, none of us really know just how much input he had in transfers at that particular point. Not a lot, I don't think. But, so, but either way, we haven't had somebody permanent in there doing the job long enough to get settled, to get the right people in. And we're now, what, two months away from transfer well, window opening again? That's what worries me, because forget about the window opening. Deals are being done now. Let's yeah. not be naive. There's yeah. deals oh, no, being no, done. No, I fully yeah, appreciate yeah. that. You can start, where our, where's our You plan? can start talking yeah. in January. So. so if we go panic mode again in summer, 
and there's nobody really leading it other than Saver who has got zero knowledge of championship football and its demands, etc., etc. I'm not saying it ain't going to be right. What I'm saying is his experience over here. And let's be honest, his experience in signing players full stop coming from Dortmund's second team Zero, isn't it? is going to be slim to none. I think what worries me, Neil, is just silence coming from the club. You know, when we've been sporting in recent times with Dean Hall, you know, messages left, right and centre, but I, I'm kind of... It's only Jan Siebert who's coming out with the things. What, what's happening behind the scenes? Where Where's the plan? We're hearing about season cards being sold. We know that, but... What is the plan? When's the director of football coming? Is there going to be a takeover? What's the? Is what there is going happening? to be a director of football? Yeah, is that is is the new? If we get taken over, is Siebert going to? It, to me, there's all kinds of. There is one big massive question mark hovering like a black cloud, isn't there? There is, there is. But you know For what me, is there is. What is happening? Is are we going to get a takeover? Like you know, it's big big rumours, and then poor Siebert. It's like you know how these things work. <laughs> Sorry, pal, we've got our own ideas, and then we're back to square one. It's, it's, I'm really, I've got a lot of sympathy with Siva at the moment, and that as well, because I feel sorry for him. no director of football, <clears throat> not armed with a you know, squad that a lot of them have down to. Injuries left, right, centre yeah. as well. But you can feel it's like Injuries. passion, and I, I really kind of like, he's, he's stamping his own authority on there, but my God, he needs help in a lot of ways. He wants he wants this job, and he wants to make it successful. You can yeah, see he's, he, he's, he's burning. You know, yeah, it, I, I, I quite like the guy, a lot yeah, of things. Yeah. A lot of what he says isn't happening on the pitch, but I think I think these are things out of his control. But I just hope he doesn't go the same way as Lee Clark went. Signed 40 midfielders. <laughs> <laughs> just ju- just in the young, inexperienced... Eager, up for it, gets crowd behind him, etc. This is why you need that. And then ultimately fails. He, he, yeah. he needs, he, he desperately needs that link. It's, but who is that link going to be to? Well, that's that's the million dollar question, isn't it? But until <clears throat> until we hear anything concrete, then all we hear is speculation from numerous sources. Um, so we'll gloss over that. But yes, so the director of football is something that definitely needs sorting. So. Uh, Stuart Webber, even Stuart Webber, so since 2017, Stuart Webber was on gardening leave from January to May. I'm not going to repeat why or the allegation as to why he was on gardening leave so early um, and the whole things about leaving through the back door that David Wagner talked about. David Moss was here for two months, Olaf Rebbe for, again, three. So, no, it, it needs somebody with a plan at director football level to then... Ideally, they need to be going to be a, a director well. of football who's already in work at another club. Mm. And, pre- ima- and, pre- and to be honest, I'd be looking we're going at back to the Championship, preferably this country. I can imagine mm. Sievert, Neil, having Brent- a list. I'd be looking at Brentford. Sievert's got a list. There's my papers. Tick and across. Out, 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 out. In, in, in. There you go. There's my list. Now we need gaps here and there. And there. But who yeah. does he pass that bit of paper to now? Yeah. There's a recruitment Dean department. Oil? No, there's a recruitment department. Julian Winter? By Josh Ooh. Marsh. Uh, he's the recruitment manager, so there is a recruitment team of full of analysts. But again, they need a leader as well. They, I know Josh Marsh is the chief head of it, and he's 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 quite young himself. And I'm not 100 percent sure if he's if he's brilliant. You know, to be fair, we've slated the summer recruitment, but on the flip side, you've then got to look at Carl and Grant and say, you know what, Josh, etc. Team, well played on yeah, that yeah. one, excellent. Um, so you've got to you know be fair with both. Um, <laughs> if you chuck enough mud, though, one's what's going to stick well, in it. <laughs> And, and Bakuna as well. You can say Janine yeah. Bakuna as well. So I think work. I think Bakuna is a good signing. I just think it's 
it was signed at the wrong time for what we needed at that time. Mm. Most of them were. I'm not saying it's a wrong signing. I think he's got. I think he's going to be a good lad for us. He's a good but, lad now. I think. Yeah, yeah, he is. But at the time, it's, we need a 20 year old, inexperienced midfielder from you know Dutch second yeah. division or whatever. It's there's so much to like about Bakuna because yeah, he's been moved all over it's the feisty. pitch. I like he's playing, feisty, it, yeah. playing everywhere. Playing, playing out of position, but it's he's just a, like, he's an yeah. horrible little. Yeah, well, the Seal public like will always want to, even if you're absolute doctor, a guy who really gets stuck in. This is a dying thing in the modern game now, and that as well. But it's so beautiful to see, yeah. isn't it? And that the guy really cares. And again, we obviously a bit of a history of discipline and what have you. And sometimes you're thinking, oh, slow down, mate. But Christ, cons- things you can't take that, that out of players. If you take that out, you lose half at play. Yeah. The soft in Holland will be fine in the championship yeah. where you can leave. He could become a real Udersfield Town legend if he keeps going as he is. He's, he's doing really. He's t- it's, yeah. it's not that. It's his touch. His touch out of his feet, which for me is the real sort of seal of quality. Well, he's made himself got. a must pick. Mm. Yeah. Um, man of a match on Saturday for me, definitely. We'll finish off some of these tweets. So at HTFC Dream says I was really struggling post Bournemouth. Uh, the lack of interest by some of the established players was unreal, especially midfield. If these 21-year-olds on our side are outrunning and carrying established pros, I was astonished. Uh, at Couplet, Kate comes in with a second point. We have the basic structure of a very good championship team, even after selling the best players. A back four, Smith, Stankovic, Schindler, Lerva. It's close to what got promotion. Hog Bakuna and another, Matt Daly later. Would you have Stankovic Grand- at the back? No. I wouldn't ah, because no, I his wouldn't. lack of strength balance yeah. is a w- real worry to me. You look at that last West yeah. Ham goal and Sammy Nasri's mm-hmm. put him on the floor with his little toe and that worries me a little bit and his slow turn. But in front of a back four, that's not so bad. No. So um, if Hog, yeah, I suppose. So as a shield in yeah. front of the back four, I quite I quite like can't him. We have two shields, can we? It's but you be can't have him or Hog. Yep. You can't have him and Hog. So yeah, I wonder if right. the club would. But you need yeah. two players for every position. And yeah. To be fair, Hogg and Stankovic, you can't really get mm. too better, can you, in the championship? Um, yeah, so Diakabi Kachunga and O'Brien, he mentions as well. Uh, Tanzanian Terrier says the perceived attitude of Zanka has been upon. There's a lot of hate for Zanka at the minute, and which is sad to see because he was an absolute rock well, last beard, season. Didn't it? It did, well, I've still got my voucher, I never reclaimed mm. it. So, I, <laughs> so Williams is injured, and overall has been a liability injury wise. Contract up, had a Janai again, disappointing uh, since arriving permanently. Um, I've not liked him from the start, which I've made clear. Uh, it's telling that when asked, Jan Zivert refuses to be drawn on which players will remain after the season. He, he says Billy Billing thinks he's, as you said, Neil, Billy Big Nuts, but I, I don't really think that's the case so much with Billy, and I just don't think he comes across very well speaking sometimes. I think he's a bit nervous. But um, Watson says, I think that has been the problem for a while. The bigger and experienced characters haven't been replaced. Heffler, Whitehead, etc. Schindler's a quiet leader, and Hogg can lose it sometimes. From the outside, it looks no one. There's no calming vocal influence or high positive spirit CG CJG Terrier says hard to disagree I expect a massive summer and one hell of a rebuild just thankful that players like Grant Bakuna Stankovic give us a basis to build around yeah. um, which of all the negativity that we've got at the minute the positivity coming out is that these players are standing up and they are giving us you know you look at Swansea Cosy this season and they've had such a mess Graham Potter seems to be quite a good manager and he's had such a mess to deal with there and it's taken him a while to get who he, you know to sort of realize what players work for him, what players don't. And what's good to see is that we've maybe shortened that process a little bit at the end of the season because we are seeing players standing up to be counted now. Yeah, I suppose that's one of the benefits from God, if you can call it that, being relegated five months before the end of the season because you can 
you know, if we if we were still kind of flirting with stopping up, you would have to probably pick you a different kind of team and that as well. And I don't, as much as I've applauded him for being brave, you know, I don't think he would have gone gone that way. Obviously, we'll never know. But it's given that that sixteen game pre season, it's given us as, as a look at you know, maybe the future. And uh, yeah, that that's the only benefit I think from being dead in the water like we were just before Christmas, where I think the other teams. Uh, you know, kind of, and I think they go foot to the floor. For example, Burnley's a good example, but you know, I hope they go down. They've got a shocking running and, and got big problems. But what happens if they go down? They're going to sell a lot of their key men and they've got no idea. Got three quality goalkeepers, haven't they? For yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not all staying, are they? No. They'll, 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 yeah. they'll keep one water. Yeah, I don't think they'll stay. Next it is year a benefit, anyway. isn't it? But no. It's. Uh, yeah, Swansea. They didn't look too bad on Saturday, did they? For uh, for a long periods. No, there's there's some players standing up there now. I think it's it's the guy that missed the penalty against West Brom. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's a, it's a belter. It's it's fantastic. Selena, Selena. Selena. Yeah. I but just wonder though, he looks that, decent, and so does the guy that almost went to Leeds. Is it James? He looks a good player as well. Isn't it? I mean, Stoke fans are surely expected to come back up. Swansea, although obviously doing better than they've done. Swansea fans, it'd be an interesting one to chat to because they were in a, I think they were in a bit more of a mess than. They've got they've got real ownership issues there of Swansea. Yeah, I think there's I think, a there's a bit more to it. Um, yeah, there was like that guy. They were desperate for him to go to Leeds, and and you know because just to get him off the books, it sounds like they're in a real mess. With I think the, half of them the kind of to cash really. They, yeah, yeah, I think they overpaid for a lot of players and stuff. But I mean, come moving stuff on. But full full amount of guy. I can't believe it flashed on the screen. Thirty million pounds he were playing for him on Sunday. Who was it? I can't remember who it was. They did it. They bought a couple for thirty million, million. quid, <laughs> and we're only three behind them. So Seri cost about 30, 35, didn't he, from yeah. uh, France, the French midfielder. Um, yeah, so just to finish off the tweets on my point, I know we've sat there, I feel a bit self-indulgent talking about my little rant, but Alfie Kennedy says, I've been looking to promote youth for the rest of the season, at least they'll have the motivation of wanting to prove themselves that the more experienced players don't seem to have, which concurs with what you said, Neil, and yeah. I've come around to that way of thinking now. And the final one is just from George Estros, I don't know if that's your real name, George. Uh, says lower contract until next season. Then moving back to Germany. Only wanted a stint here. Won't move on from here for only a year. So if we've got Chris Lever for a year, I'll be reasonably happy with that in the Championship. To be honest. So Huddersfield nil, Bournemouth two. Who wants to talk about what was a wonderful day for us? Not me. <laughs> no. So I had to remind myself because I, I after that game I was absolutely. I've thoroughly blanked it. Ha, Radio Leeds, our first caller on after an hour. It was just like a ramp that you probably get on talk sport, but wow. It were uh, yeah, this is the Bournemouth who lost nine on the row on the road, so But and, and they won that in yeah. first gear. But I, I, I just knew though, Matt, that they had the pace and, and obviously it was uh, Callum Wilson's first game back and it's the first time I've ever seen a chested goal, although some people I think you said won it Mooney against Brighton and there were another one. Mooney yeah. was thigh, I think. I think he could have gone for a pie, gone for a pint, run back down the south stand and come back and chested it in and that as well. It was just diabolical, as I say. I, I wanted to see, uh, when when the Bournemouth team was announced, Ryan Fraser was supposed to be injured, um, Callum Wilson was supposed to be injured, and I think Josh King, and I was I went into that thinking, we've got a chance of winning here. And then I saw them on the I team didn't. sheet, and I was like, oh, yeah, for God's sake. I did It's quite could, funny, someone mentioned... anything stop, I'll be anything honest, stop going the, wrong? They, they'd have beat us without them three out there. There's mm. a guy I keep tweeting me, and it's funny no, because maybe, yeah. Brighton were on a stinking run. Odysseal come to town, win. 
bombed for an stinking away run. Or they still come now win. And I just had to laugh the other day. Crystal Palace in free fall. They're out of the cup. They lost to Brighton. Got us on the, <laughs> us on the yeah. horizon. Guess Hang on coming. a minute, lads. Yeah. Just stick in there because March the 30th. Yeah. Guess but, who's coming to town. Yeah, guess who's coming to town. But yeah. So, so for Bournemouth, I had to remind myself of what I tweet. I tried to stay off social media because I was absolutely seething with that performance, especially from one or two of them. Uh, I think especially was as well. His comments were proper. <clears throat> he was fuming. He was fuming at, after Brighton and he was fuming after Bournemouth as well. <clears throat> and, and my comment was, I shouldn't be annoyed. I should expect it. But that performance was completely unacceptable, completely void of any effort, thought or craft. Thoroughly naffed off with some of the more experienced pros, pull it out of challenges and continue to let the club and supporters down. So very similar to what uh, I'd said uh, previously yesterday. Um, I'm not going to start pulling players out again because we all know what who I'm talking about. Um, but that that first half was probably one of the most boring first halves. It Neil's blanked it from his memory. No one can remember what happened. We I'll just tell you, know what we about were one useless. of the funny ones? Me and Scoffer, who people will probably know from the North Star, there was an I can't remember the exact incident, but we got in the box. Well, it's dang if it's someone shot against someone and it it, it one of our guys and went out for a dead ball in the second half. I can't remember one. We were just laughing. They just like. This is what it's it was either Stankovic on. against somebody or somebody against it, Stankovic. Yeah. Oh, Stankovic's left foot yeah. shot where it took yeah. him five minutes to line it yeah. up. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. One of our players and just took out for a goal kick and we was like, oh, someone fell over. It was some comedy moment. I, I, just I have genuinely blanked the game from memory. Yeah. It's it was that bad. It were it that was as bad as it got this season. That, that that was it was just grim. Yeah. I know Philip Dower. Philip Billing got dragged off at half time, didn't he? After a bit yeah. of a, a shocker, but I thought there were two worse performances than him on the field. Um both in the back four. I, I, I'm fed up of naming them. One of them, I, I was waxing lyrical at the start of the season, thought it was excellent, been at a World Cup. Diabolical. It did all right, us against West Ham, but diabolical. It's but absolutely Philip Billing had a shocker, but there were no bigger shocker. Unfortunately, we made national headlines by that. There's no words for that tweet. Oh, I'm not sorry, that Instagram message. Absolutely vile. I don't care whether who, who it was. It was absolutely disgusting act. Yeah, just... I just say fair play to Southern Terriers for that banner that they held up um, mm. for, in support of Philip Billy. That I thought the club were really good on it. Great touch. They were yeah. very quick, very active, and you know, kind of you know, put it in the. That's what I want from my football club. Stamp that out. I know. I know that. I think this this kid's only sixteen, is he? So he's not a fully formed adult, and there's no excuse for the the language he's used. But I think hopefully in his in his case, or hopefully he'll be educated correctly on. And well done for views. Billing for putting it out there. A lot of people wouldn't have put, you know, put that message there that they just kind of just shrugged their shoulders. He so. handled it perfectly to Phil yeah. Billing. I'm, I'm really pleased he didn't go on a massive rant about it. I'm glad he just put the thumbs down, the thumbs down, <laughs> I and, thought, and let let the authorities and club deal with it. But because well of the Premier League, that was a massive. That went viral, mm. went global. That that's yeah. a stain on society. Really, I don't, <laughs> you don't really want to put it yeah. policy, but. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's, I don't think I don't think that tarnishes club at all. I've got to be honest. I I just think that's. People know that, that unfortunately, with social media, the times we live in, there's a lot of idiots who've got license to to type what they want and send it where they want. And unfortunately, Philip Billings' story was very small, and it'll it'll be overshadowed by others. And I think, but I think one thing we right, it's pathetic. One thing we should probably say is that at targeting players. I know I've mentioned we've all mentioned a few players, haven't we? Today that. We feel, we believe are letting the club down, but at yeah. no stage would any of us condone 
you know, messaging them personally with any form of abuse. I, I, I I've said it. I've said it on, on Twitter. I've said it. I mean, if you if you just if, not if, you, if you're really getting dug into players on Twitter and you're atting them, just don't I have your rant. Men, if you want to say the name, say the name, but don't don't at them so, so don't you know that they've me. seen yeah, don't it. Don't, them in. No. don't 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 go direct at people to to slay them. And I've got to be honest. Up until last month or so, I wouldn't say anybody's been poor on purpose. I think the fact that we aren't good enough and the fact we've lost so many games has contributed so much to that. And some of them just want out now. And I, I, to be honest, if you're at work and it's going so bad for you, there'll be a lot of people in other jobs who want out of their job as well, to be mm. honest. I think there's a bigger conversation to be had regarding the language that's used against certain players as yeah. well. Um, I don't think... Maybe some supporters are ready for that conversation, so we're not really going to linger on it too much. But there are certain things used against players which are just so stereotypical and aren't true. Just just knock it off. Just knock it off. We'll move on. We'll but move on. if we won, it'd be like, <clears throat> Philip Billings got a screamer like at Cardiff, or Philip, you're brilliant, and all this. Like, I, I just, modern world and, and social media, it's just... It just goes by week, game by game, doesn't it? There's no the thing like, is, it's not. It's crazy. It's, it's not just. It's not. It's not a football thing. It's yeah. a society yeah. thing. Yeah, I just. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Worst team. Who can't look at what's happening at the fantastic media stand down? Moy with the penalty. It's saved. Quada scores with the rebound. Colin Quada following up the penalty. Slide it in from a narrow angle. Bring the moment, Colin. So we've chatted pretty much. About three one up at West Ham. <clears throat> Lost four three. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's much more to really say on that. You know, Jan Ziva prior to Bournemouth is going on about lack of respons- collective responsibility, and I think we've seen that in Spades going three one up from from <clears throat> Punchin's miss. Bit frustrated. If we'd have won that four three, it'd have been amazing. But obviously, we haven't. I tell you what's telling. I spoke to two or three people who went, and they were buzzing, and we've lost. And they said the moment when Grant scored, it was just absolutely <coughs> brilliant. It was worth. It were worth. Let's the talk trip about down. that Grant goal. So it's oh, just, that, that that deserves talking about. Let's talk yeah. about Carl and Grant's goal rather than just. Let's talk goals. about Carl and Grant. Let's talk both of the goals. The first goal. Such a fox in a box poachers goal. I've, we've been desperate for a guy like this. I don't yeah. want to get too carried away, but. Well, obviously goals, but that was just like a mocky, scruffy goal. Well, it, like Jordan Rhodes put him for fun in his time at Huddersfield. We've never had anyone like that. In half an hour of football, he's outscored all yeah. of the strikers on books this season. <laughs> yeah, it were class, man. This on. is a guy that's hungry to succeed, and this is what's frustrated me. Again, typical Huddersfield, maybe a criticism receiver, but we had we were saying it, Neil. We've got a guy who's 14 goals for Charlton. We know it's League One, but the guy's hungry, he's scoring goals at his level. Yeah. Put Players. him in the team, man. Yeah. Put him in, and so the strikers are absolute garbage. He did put him and in. And they put him about? in, <laughs> and boom, he gets two goals. And oh, it's so frustrating. We're always... Huddersfield... The, the frustrating no thing risk. about the, about yeah. Grant was that the fact that he, he he got the goal given, the club went to great lengths to get oh, that goal yeah. against Arsenal given. You built him up, you built him up, you built him up. He's got a Premier yeah. League goal. Don't play yeah. next game. Yeah. If we've got it's, it's, score, that's the that's the goals. frustration. Who are you up against? Laurent Denzero goal Poitras, Steve. And anybody, yeah. anybody, any striker in the Premier League would have been delighted to score that second goal that he got on Saturday. That was 
top It was one of those beautiful moments, it like when you really watch like Leo Messi or someone. I know it's mad, but like, whoo, you know, you just, great turn, whoo. great role. It was a turn, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and then he, and then he's had the confidence then to take it on, yeah, and stick it in top bag. I mean, that's. But, I tell you brilliant what, though, goal, brilliant. It, it just felt like, I mean, look, obviously, how do you know how he feels? But it's almost like it didn't surprise him because that's what he can do. You yeah. know what I mean? He just, I looked at the guy and thought, this is what I'm about. He actually ran yeah. off with a bit of arrogance yeah, about him, did. This is what I'm about, Carl Graham. Yeah. You know, should have been in before, but he's made his name and, yeah. Uh, yeah it, Can't leave him out yeah, now, can The it? trouble is, we're always going to seize on anything mega positive this season, but well, wow, well, it excites me for next season. To be fair, yeah. it sort of sums up this season the fact that. That's already up there in probably top three yeah. or four moments of this season. Mm. Yeah, Moyes, Moyes free kick, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah. And you know that's, you know, you're clutching, but that's it should have just been another goal in this season of a decent season. But the fact that it is so high up, mm. but yeah, brilliant goal, well done, lad. Nice, nice to see a kid like that coming at the Premier League and uh, the camera, the TV camera angles are shocking at that West Ham ground. So when you hit it, when you watch it on TV, you just thought, ooh, it looks. He looks all right shot this, but yeah, knowing us, you're like, it's going to flash. I don't want it in there. Net. It's yeah. just like, wow, it must have been Great stunning goal. to be in that away. And the, yeah, even for the misery, yeah. that's just like class. So 3 1 up, no problem. Three points. West Ham fans pouring out of the ground, sticking their bubbles up their uh, derriere. And uh, <laughs> it reminded me a little bit, obviously. A dreadful football song, is that? Rotherham. Yeah. When Rotherham played town over that Christmas when it snowed, and Rotherham town, what, it 2 0 up? And Rotherham oh, came back, to all, right. yeah, and Grant Holt got injured and what have you and that as well. But I remember like 89 and 90 and they came back in the ground. Everyone's like giving it big licks where you've been. But yeah, a lot of West Ham fans were gone, weren't they? Yeah. And then we... Yeah. I think they go early anyway, because if you've been to yeah, West Ham, getting out of West Ham is horrendous. It's, yeah. it's not a football ground. I've been for the athletics, it's great. I've yeah. been for the football, it's And that's dreadful. what it was built for. Yeah. Yeah. So he did a great report. He was kind of mentioning back in the old days, you walk down Greed Street and you look at the market, you're looking who's going to target you and you're intimidating. He says, now you come out of that. I remember last year that the Stratford Shopping Centre, yeah, there's Lewis Button, there's Ben and nice, Benetton. Yeah. yeah, but that, that's... We went there before yeah. game last yeah. season. It's about, it's just, ugh, that's just a lot money near football's about, isn't it? We're going yeah. past like shops and department stores to grounds. It's a dump. It's it, the, it's just not a football yeah. ground. It's awful. Yeah, them bubbles things. It all feels temporary. The seating. Yeah. It's. I know we've it got is. the FML, don't we? This all temporary. It's just. Yeah. yeah. And we we're on yeah. about our crowds, like being uh, manufactured. Fifty nine thousand. What were it? Three or shut up, man. <laughs> Everyone does that now. It's one of the things it's in football. Isn't it? It's yeah. one of the yeah, things in honest. football, isn't it? Yeah. Every, everybody. Tickets sold, not not bums on seats. Yeah. Club down the road yeah. are the worst out there from all. But with that big a draw, there's a guy, one of the guys stomps on the pitch to celebrate their winner, isn't it? Against little old Huddersfield. Have a word with yourself, pal. Who scored three goals all season. <laughs> Moy round the outside of Johnny Otto of Wolves. Early cross, deflected by defender. Carlin Grant off the line. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch. Great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, 
We understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Goal, Steve Mounier! Goal, Steve Mounier! The roof has just nearly come off the John Smith Stadium. Jan Siebert is poised to gather his first win as town head coach on the back of the best performance since he took charge. And Huddersfield Town have just forced the ball over the line. Willed on by the deafening noise of the home crowd. It's Huddersfield Town 1, Wolves 0. So anyway. We've, we've talked about Jonas Lussell a little bit. Um, a story's come out today, which from tribal football, don't know if they've got anything about them, don't think Waffle. they have. Um, there's some... They've kind of rehashed a link, haven't they? And then added some quotes. They've they've quoted Jonas Lussell, but I can't find these anyway, so I'm not taking this particularly seriously. And if you've made this up tribal football, you're a bunch of absolute whoppers. And... As if they'd say this though. Come on, Matt, read it. Out. It's not it's not a Lussell quote, this. Utter, utter, it's not it's not what he would do. It doesn't guff. feel like what he would say. I know it's guff. I expect to lose him, but this is guff. So Huddersfield Town goalkeeper Jonas Lussell has welcomed welcomed transfer interest from France. Olympique Marseille and AS Monaco have been linked with Lursel. To be fair, they're the two great clubs to be linked with, and I'm sure he would be excited. Quiet. Balotelli, that must be fun. And the 30 year old said, It's an immense honour. These are huge clubs. It is then a great interest. This proves that I've worked well in France and in recent seasons, and that I can use this to springboard to take a step that I have always wanted. I feel like I showed I have the level. I feel that I've played two good seasons, so I am proud. It's not just my choice. Someone needs to agree with me, too. I hope that is the case. Both clubs look exciting and I'm delighted with the interest. I cannot wait to see what happens. That just does not strike me as a Jonas. Jonas Lursel carries himself far better than what those clubs... Playing in France, what? Eh? Like the two like great clubs to dream. play for, historically, both great. Can you imagine living in Monaco? I'm sure he'd be loving a- that. Absolute pinch of salt. He's probably seen, God, if Mooney gets all in goals in France, then Stan and Cap that's I'll probably look like uh, David Dayer. <laughs> But one thing to flag up is Jonas Lursel signed permanently last summer. Um, it does seem that, again, it's the option to buy thing. And what's confusing is that he's only got one year contract. He's out of contract in the summer. So it appears that what's happened is that the club has taken over his contract from Mines, not so much created a new one for yeah. him. He appears to have turned down a contract offer from us in the summer, according to my sources on down at the Mac, which I should take with a pinch of salt, but you know, you can obviously find one or two decent people on there who've who've said this. Um so apparently he's turned down a contract offer in the summer. Um I think he's leaving. I think I'll be I'll be really sad because I, I like Jonas Lursel, I think he's solid. But a thirty year old Danish international, could you expect to see him in the championship next year, Cosy, or do you think that's it? He's he's on his way. You know what? I didn't realise they were out of contract. To be honest with you, that was my only hope, really. But ugh, it's really difficult. I think I don't know. He seems to love the area. Obviously, some of his Instagram posts really fetch him. You know, kind of dogs for a walk. Feels really warm to the what is your public family man? Isn't at it? that age, though, it's is it coming into his prime? Isn't it for a goalkeeper? Yeah. He's, he's, if he's got the choice of championship with Huddersfield, 
But there's there's no yeah. there's no guarantee we'll bounce straight back. The big back. thing is though, Matt. Would, there's a lot of teams now, and Burnley mentioned earlier on, but so many good keepers. But would he want to just sit on someone's bench? That is the only thing, isn't it? If you would you rather be first I don't choice? Know if, I don't know if players think like that. Every player seems to have some kind of. They all seem mm. very competitive and very super self assured and confident. I think most players think they're going to go there and they're going to play. And it depends I, what you're told, though, doesn't it? But you know. If obviously if the offer comes in and they're going to say, look, you're going to be number two until mm. until someone gets injured, then that's different. But I think a lot of players think, you know, I fancy my chances. I just wondered if a few of our players, like we are, to be honest, are thinking, right, are we going to have a real good go trying to get back up, or is it we're going to cut us cloth, or we're going to really spend fifty million? Or I think this really it must be a tough one for a player because I don't know about you, Neil, but they must be hearing the same that you know maybe Dean's selling up and new players are coming you know, new signings and, and, you know, things like that. But if you, what would you do, mate? I, I don't know. What, it's really difficult to know if we're going to have a stab at going back up. Who knows? It's impossible to know what's happening at club. We don't know. We've but obviously but if you're Jonas Lossel, what you know now... If, if, I, if I'm Lossel, if I've got a chance to stay in a top league in Europe, I'm going. It's as I simple as that. That's what what you said right at the start of this podcast, Cosy, about footballers and the brutal honesty. I think that's going to be the brutal truth that Jonas Lossel will not play. He is one of the very few in this squad that I'd be absolutely delighted if he were in our goal at the start of next season. Yeah, I mean, it gets a lot of stick from some people. I don't, I don't really get it. If he's, if he's, if he's our goalkeeper thing. next jo- season, we've got best keeper in championship. I'll me. say one thing. Jonas Lursell is the best goalkeeper Huddersfield Town have had since World War Two. Don't give me Terry Poole. I've seen the videos. He wasn't that great. I know a lot of people say Terry Poole, David Lawson, great goalkeepers. Look, goalkeeping's completely different now to the 1970s. Yeah. Jonas Lursell is the best goalkeeper Huddersfield Town have had since the 20s, as it's far fact. as I'm concerned. Yeah. I think it's hard to... This may be a debate for nobody. I think it's hard to say because rules have changed a lot and... You know, we've had we did his old podcast with Tim Clark, but I don't, I'm not sure on that. But all I'd say is, is I won't want to lose. I I won't want to lose him. But what you've said tonight, I didn't know that. I think, yeah, I'll be amazed if it's you know between the sticks. August and he he, he is one. If he does leave in summer, which I think he will, if he is one that does go, I think you just all sit back and say thanks very much because you know for a fact that well he's been at Uddersfield Town. He has given everything to the cause. Chelsea, where they ought to be a picture put somewhere. Absolutely, that, that, that's save. a legendary moment. That, that is the moment. Yeah, it is. Legendary. It is. It is. It's that that save is so. Yeah, the most Lossal, outstanding if save. If he moves, good luck, son. And I think thank the thing you. Is, but please stay. It's yeah. a weird one, isn't it? Because a keeper's value is probably going to look when you're losing every week and facing shot after shot like we have. He's kind of going to. If, as long as you make some decent saves and what have you, they, you're going to come out of it a lot more credit. I suppose like Bakuna is as well and Stankovic, but his value has probably gone up in our bad moments, really. In that his wage well, value will have him. Sadly, he'll be going for free. Won't he? Yeah. Yeah. And there we go again, search for a keeper, which as we know in the past, is not as easy one. But We do have three on the books. Ryan Schofield seems to be doing quite well. Let's let's just gloss over that mistake he made at Carlisle. <laughs> they won the game, thankfully. He's he's doing really really well he at Notts County, but he's not really fit championship. Stay football. there, stay yeah. there. Have another year Ryan. at Notts County, at, or, or League or One, yeah. or maybe another season in League Two yeah. with someone like Bradford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, quite happy with that one. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Coleman for me went to 
I've not not been a fan of Coleman's. I genuinely haven't. It just seems really big and clumsy to me. Um, his distribution with his feet's not great. Well, he's it went, it went not my kind of goalkeeper. Played first few games and then got dropped. Out team. Yeah, he's not my kind of goalkeeper. I don't know. When he, I think he's got another year on his contract. So and it's a big here. call when he's not played any football for pretty much a full season to chuck him in at Championship football next mm. season. So which leaves us with Ben Hamer, who's still under contract. And Cosy, you said you had a mate who's a Charlton fan, didn't you? Who said Ben Hamer made a bit of a patchy start at Charlton, but then recovered to be quite a decent. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did, and obviously, you know, I just remember him in that promotion battle with League One when it was decent. Know, yeah, it was decent, but the trouble is, town fans have. Will they give him an opportunity? No, that's it. Isn't but it? more importantly, we'll see that, and uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of feels that ship might have sailed, but yeah, it's yeah, you, know, you can always. The thing is with football fans, as a goalkeeper, if you save a penalty or you 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 know produce a match-winning performance early on, then he could turn it round. But if he goes back in next season, makes a few more mistakes, then no one will want him there, and it'll be difficult for him to be in goal for us. But if Lossell goes, the fact is we need to go out and get a goalkeeper. Yeah, I I so genuinely I I go and get two. I I don't think I would keep. Well, yeah, I don't think I would keep Coleman and Hamer to be honest, but. If they're under contract, it's easier said than done, isn't yeah, it? It's, it's not football manager, it's difficult. The long ball forward, but he can't win that ball. He's going to chase the keeper down. He's charged it down. Yeah. He's has just scored for the most bizarre goal you'll ever see. The goalkeeper raced out of his area to clear the ball. Hayford charged it down. It's hit his back and it's bubbled in. And Town have got what they deserve. What, what a... So moving on from Jonas Lussell, um there's three fans of his here. Uh, Neil, uh, you have posted a Twitter question on the Andy Takes That Chance Twitter feed. He has. I did. Um, I just put, what do town fans think of the impact relegation will have on the fan base? Not necessarily in numbers, but in attitude. I think I'm somewhere in the middle and the transfer window will tell us a lot. So we'll move on. Well, not move on. That's it, Neil. Your time's up now. So from that... Point, that's one it. So from, that, <laughs> so from that, Neil, Sean Jarvis then subsequently tweeted about half an hour later, um, after you've put, posted that question to me, said that um, that we are 1,500 season cards short of selling out, I think yeah. it said. Which, the limit's 18,000, isn't it? I think it's 18 and a half, possibly, so, which indicates around 17,000 season tickets sold, which is amazing. It's excellent, um, to be fair. It's incredible. I was hoping to get one for my little boy, who obviously was not on the list, but... He might have to wait another year, and if he does, then fair enough. But it's it's an incredible amount. But I think what your question is: what is the attitude going to be like yeah, from those fans? In, Are they going to be like? Because obviously, League when fans? we went up, everyone's buzzing. Throughout last season, regardless of what happened, everyone was still buzzing. Obviously, we stayed up how we did. Ridiculous, but brilliant. And then this season, it's been. I mean, you can't fault the fans how they've stayed with the team, considering we've seen. I think they've been magnificent. Yeah, yeah the, the fact that we've had apart much from the social media, zero entertainment at home games, very little entertainment at away games. It's been devoid of excitement pretty much all season, and that's not being harsh. That's just fact. Um, it is. And I think you know where, where the fans' attitude is going to lie. What I really meant is, so going into next season, are we all thinking pretty excited about it? Are we looking at a top six? Or other people look a bit more pragmatic, thinking re-establish yourself at that level, get a team settled, sort of mid-table-ish. 
other people I've seen are thinking, are we going to do a Sunderland? You know, it's a... You just you don't but you don't know, do you? It's there impossible is. to tell. I I lie somewhere sort of in between where it probably a bit more pragmatic. I'd love to see us challenging top six. So I'm but with if you. We're somewhere sort of tenth to twelfth, thirteenth. I'd be. So I'm I'm, I'm with you, Neil. I think the transfer window will tell us a lot. Because um, yeah. you mentioned the ownership issue, there are rumours circulating, which we're not going to go into too deep because we all love Dean Hoyle and hope he stays. Um, but. If he makes a decision which is best for him, then fair enough. The thing for me, Matt, is but, I want to click the turnstile and I'm think Huddersfield Town can win the game of football that I'm going to be watching and paying my money for. That has long gone. And obviously we're like, wow, three goals. Wow, you know, Wolves. Unbelievable. We sat, I remember sat having a drink off that game. This is unbelievable. We've won a game. And a bit embarrassing, really. So I just want that hunger to come back. And it's not for me about challenging that. I'm pretty sure most of the, what is it, 17, 18 and a half thousand we're probably going to have, they'll expect us to, I think majority of them expect us to come back. Do you, what do you think that's a fair comment? I think they expect or, us to be, be challenging for their playoffs. And then I think they expect a challenge, but not necessarily promotion, I think. Yeah. I think a lot of them, I think I, a lot I of them will be that. disappointed as well. Yeah, if they've signed up for that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of sorting out for the manager to do and an owner, what I was going to say is that an ownership thing will complicate that to an extent as well. Um, owner, director of football, manager. I just look forward squad. to enjoying the football it's, again. It's me. a massive, massive summer. Because mm. if we don't do this one right, we've completely blown mm. what we did getting into Premier League. We've got three we'll years the of parachute payments, yeah. haven't we? I, I would like, I think it'll take one year to sort things out. Possibly. I know he's trying now under a player standard, but I think it might take a while to sort through a lot of things. If, if Jan Ziver gets a free run, gets the money, we have a director of football, we've got a recruitment team. If we can shift out those that we don't want to be and who don't want to be here and bringing people who do want to be here, they're leaders, uh, they can play what Jan Ziver wants to do, then we've got every chance. But I think there's going to be a sorting out process and it's not as easy as it being said that you can just push players out the door because they've got contracts and expensive contracts. Um, there's going to be a bit of a transition period, I think. Mm. And then maybe the second season we'll see us... I think what's going to be so interesting, for two seasons now, obviously, we've gone into games, you know, thinking, God, anything's a bonus or, you know, hope we can we can do it. But obviously when, like, for example, Luton next season, then people are just... They're going to be on It's a win at all costs. Yeah. That's going to be a different kind of pressure, really. We're going to go a lot of games and think, you know, we should be winning this, we should be winning that, and... As you've seen with this year's championship, it's quite incredible what's kind of happening because all of a sudden, like, kind of, you know, Preston, who were miles out of it, they're knocking on the door of getting in. You know, much has been said about, you know, kind of the quality of the football, but Leeds and Sheffield United really come from nowhere. I think I'll to tell us I didn't see Sheffield United being up there well, where they are. Seven clean sheets in a row, it's just unbelievable, isn't it? So it just shows you, oh, God, it sounds like you're disrespecting them, but I don't, it wouldn't take a right lot. But from me thinking in February, January, it needed a few tweaks, it sounds like. Is it going to be a major overall? And it's so hard to comment at the moment and then throw in, will Dean still be here and what have you and stuff. It's I'm just looking forward to competing and enjoying the football and thinking we can win games, which has long since gone. Uh, you know, I think you season. look at the, the top three in the championship now. I don't think they're the three best teams in there, but what they've got is they've got momentum. They've got a, they've, all three of them have got a brilliant manager, yeah, um, and they've got a bit of belief and momentum and and fire behind them and. The three best teams on paper are probably Aston Villa, West Brom, Stoke, but they're no—they're nowhere near because they've not got the 
the right attitude, and that's what mm. for me we need to get Villa, right. Villa first just off. getting a bit of a role together now, possibly yeah. at yeah, right they, time. Out yeah, they that's could shifting that team. Do, yeah. It's like incredible. If I ended up in playoffs, yeah. Villa ends up in them. Martin Crane is yeah. playing first yeah. first choice Sheffield United at the minute. Yeah. Th- those three teams, I don't think are, are, are pretty much mid table. You put an average manager there, and those three sides are mid table for yeah. me. But the thing is, for me, Matt, that I'm, Chris Wilder's kind of moving on to Championship here, but the mental strength you're on about their grit and strength. They blew that game at Villa where they were the laughing stock of world football. And I remember Gaz Jones. I'm going to out here, Gaz. Put a tweet. That's why Sheffield United won't go up. They haven't got the mental strength. They haven't Ooh. got the. And I called him out on his side. Did he, he say they were yellow? Because that's yeah. one of Gaz's favourites. He didn't come it? back at me. But and <laughs> then they've come off the canvas like that on a blow. And I thought that's it. Now they're probably going to fade out. Maybe even lose the six. And they've come back in like seven clean sheets in a row. It's all about, like you say, having the mental strength and the and the battle. Oh, bloody and good manager. As we know, when he's we got up, we had exactly that because we were not good to watch. Really, we were at times. We weren't sexy football, but we had that will to win and desire, and we were pretty strong defensively, which obviously different to this season. So that we've got to get that back well, with the millions of dealings. About how they've gone and basically bored everyone to death at Leeds on Saturday. Yeah, but they, you know, they're, 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 eight, they're eight games. Yeah, Leeds had all it, the possession. Like we, yeah, they're eight games from know. getting it. Premier League, a one 0 win away at, at your biggest rival at that point. Mm. That's a, that's a stunning result. But I, I, I was actually in Leeds at the time, but I was. Uh, but it's just like again, up. the division is so like exciting it. because all of a sudden there's two playoff spots become available. Middlesbrough are in a free fall. Yeah, yeah. You've got Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, Sheffield roll, Wednesday is yeah. absolutely incredible. They've got to go to Leeds, I think, in a few weeks and, and stuff. It's just Sheffield Wednesday. Just they were fifteenth last time. Yeah, I Steve Bruce again, mate. He's just a top manager. You know, it just, despite it just what shows people might if you think. can get on a roll, you get a good yeah. manager, then anything's possible in that league. So. Watching on pretty Emma's. That's what gives you hope for next for season. Guys. Looking at it, because it's yeah. I mean, if, that, you've said it all along, Matt. It's not, it's not a great league quality wise, but it's an exciting league quality yeah. wise. You get some quality. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You get some quality players, but you don't yeah. get eleven in the one no. team. Yeah. Um, I think let's hear what Twitter has to say, Neil, about uh, about your lovely tweet. So. Out of the three questions, to be fair, I think I got biggest response, which is not really surprising, lads. Uh, but I got the most likes. <laughs> if, if, if we want shallow validation. Whatever. <laughs> uh, right, Neil, so in response, and you feel free feel free to fire in to some of these. So Freddie Cocker says, uh, we get rid of a lot of our players who didn't want to be here and get a new fresh blood to re-energise the dressing room and compliment the likes of Bakuna Grant, etc. We'll be fine. A post-summer transfer window will be very worried indeed as Jan Ziva isn't going to be a patsy. Whichever way we look at it, it's going to be a big turnover. And uh, Ollie, friend of the show, says uh, you should be banned after your language towards some of our players on Saturday, Freddie. So, Freddie, be ashamed. Uh, Elliot says, think a lot of fans uh, will be won over or lost depending on how much impetus and ambition is shown in the summer transfer window. If Ziva isn't back sufficiently, I can see some fans falling out of favour. I think that actually is a really good point in that we need to. What I was saying a few weeks ago is, I want us to go down and, and show a sign of intent by. Uh, we maybe not need to do this now. Carlin Grant's doing so well, but I want us to go down and sign a, a decent striker. The first thing Burnley did when they went down is they went and got Andre Gray. They paid the money, went and got Andre Gray. I want us to put the big boy pants on, and 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 act like yeah. we've got the parachute. Yeah, like, like we mean it. Act, if we go down and we sign somebody on a free to back up Carlin Grant, then fans are going to say, well. They're not going to give this a go. Yeah. But if we go and... I know because you, you don't think whatever, it's possible. Yeah. But if we go down and... We'll throw his name and he maybe possibly may not. But if we if we sign somebody like Che Adams, all of a sudden people are all of a sudden thinking, 
hang on, we mean business here. And you, these are the players that you've got to go down and you've got to, you've got to make an attempt yeah. to sign someone like this. Otherwise, the fans are probably going to go, we've got all this money, but what are we going to do with it? But anyway... Uh, Paul Dobbin says a mindset of a lot of fans needs to change too many talk about being glad to be back in the championship Premier League's corrupt referees are rubbish we have to keep moving forward and, and settling for mediocrity will never work it will I harm think the club he's got a point there that there is too much sort of I'm happy when we go down kind of talk I'm not I want to be in the I'm Premier not, League I'm, and I want to compete I'm, I'm not disappointed we're going down I'm disappointed how we're going down Yeah. and there's a big difference Like last, if we'd have gone down last season we'd have gone down in we'd have gone down bla- swinging. Blazer glory. We'd have gone down having a goal fighting. Whereas this season, we've just wimped. I said this a few weeks ago, but if we'd have gone down last season, I think we would have been in a better position. I think we'd have probably come straight to back bounce up, back. Looking at that league this year as well, yeah. I think we're, we'd have been in a better position to bounce back yeah. than what we may be next yeah. season. But we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. If I'd have told you, Lauren would have not bothered putting a ball in back in there. It's all about having a spine for me, and you can see it coming through. Which just got into here about obviously Lussel, but. You've got Bakuna, you've got Grant, you've got Stankovic, you've got some stuff there to build around, haven't you, and that as well. Yeah. It, yeah there's, it's not like a, a lost cause, and there were always going to be heroes coming coming through. Out it, of it needs to be supplemented with the likes of Roan Daly, not built around. Mm. It's hard to know, isn't it? Because obviously they're just getting a sniff of the yeah. Premier League, so they might, who knows? You know, Ro- Ro could be a weapon, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> or a whopper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, it was unfortunate. It was unfortunate with that penalty. He's, he's obviously yeah. been a bit enthusiastic, no, so no, no blame or anything to no, Aaron Rose. He came on against Bournemouth. Aaron Rose and did quite well, and has done okay against uh, West Ham as well. So again, he's picked up an injury, so we might not see him for a couple of weeks. So uh, Matt Smith says, as random as this may sound, the way this season has panned out has probably watered down expectations for next season. I think the majority of fans haven't had chance to go massive. And there won't be a we should be beating the likes of Attitude next season. Top 10 finish. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think. I hope be. that's true. Oh, when we took Rock up against Luton and, and Rotherham maybe and Reading and that. Oh, no doubt there will be. I think that'll be some, massive. I think there will be some, yeah. Huge, man. You don't get 17, 18,500 season card holders. Not, you get um, a huge cross-section yeah. of, of opinion as well, don't people you? People have it, like Derby and Villa and what have you. But yeah, it's it'd be interesting, but... Just, just to be excited again and, and to look for honestly, we're just looking forward to May the twelfth, aren't we? But you know, these yeah. other clubs are like so exciting the season. But we've had them seasons, so we suppose we can't. We were due a stinker. Uh, Mark Harrison says, "I think how we finish this season is very important. Fans are waiting for Ziva to install some confidence amongst the supporters. He is young and inexperienced. The jury is still out. Uh, we also need a director of football put in place soon, or clarity on recruitment from the club. So I think that's a good one, uh, Mark." Michael Foster uh, says, always quality over quantity. Away atmospheres will be far better if, and it's a big if, we manage to nick a playoff spot, we'll have had a very successful season, but I think we may need a season or so to steady the ship. Uh, your mate, Pozza the Rosa, has been in touch, and he says, numbers look to be okay from what the clubs say. Long-term fans will be realistic and probably expect a long stint in the championship. Newer fans may have only seen success at this level. So expect to be challenging at the top. I personally reckon a top ten finish next season. Uh, Craig Pickle says we should buy. We should be a decent championship team for a good number of years. The fan base will stabilise. We've grown from being a twelve k club to a seventeen k in ten years, and that's decent. My only problem with that is how many of those seventeen thousand are going to stay if yeah. we if we're mid table in the championship. Not bothered, mate. See you later. Uddersfield Town forever, not just for the Premier League. 
Dave Hay says that we should attract a better quality of academy player with the new facilities, meaning hopefully we don't have to rely on the transfer market as much. Yeah, that was one thing I talked about. Finally, I thought they had planning permission and the green light ages ago, but it only just came through last week, didn't it? That the start, yeah, yeah, so they started I'm last week. I was quite so. surprised with that. But Happy least, days. Yeah, we're off. Uh, Craig Pickles then says closing the academy was a mistake young lads love representing their hometown team junior teams need to start again even if it's not the academy it's good for the community not representing United or City uh, Dave Hay says know what you mean but we weren't getting the quality through also like the idea of sending young prospects out to other local semi-pro clubs which we've said before we'd quite like yeah. um, look, the way we've gone for the academy for me is fine but again you've got to recruit decent players you know for it to work you, you can't I'm not going to be too critical of them because they're only young lads but you need to really sort of be recruiting from decent clubs rather than you know offering try. you know Aaron Rowe got released from Leighton Orient at 16 we've stumbled quite lucky there he's come on a trial and done well and we've picked him up and he's in the first team brilliant um, you're not going to get too many of that so we so we may need to go out and start buying a few players in my opinion for the academy but we'll, we'll save that for another day uh Chris CJG Terrier says, think the realistic among us will expect a rebuilding period, whether that takes a year or a few years. You think you'll be looking at Swansea squad more or less obliterated after relegation. Rebuilding, having hit and missed season, but may come back strong next season. May not mind. Uh, John Lamb says, I'm not sure that will be the case. Swansea overspent on poor players while in the Premier League. They had to have a fire sale. We're not in the same boat. Uh, Bob Farrell says, fresh start, team for life, not just the good times. I think you've just yes, heard that. Yes, Bob. Um, Steve Silence says, I may not be attending every game next season, but it does not stop me supporting them. I do think that the stadium will still be at the same levels as now. Uh, Dale Marsden says, the attitude has to be set by the club. It's all well and good using the small dog analogy for a season or two, but you have to look above that and continue to grow. Look at Brighton, Watford, Burnley and Bournemouth as examples. Uh, Gamer James says, I don't think there will be an impact immediately. The fans will turn up in similar numbers for the first few games. A bad start will put pay to that, though. Massively important summer in the transfer window. Richard Green says, if numbers are to be believed, I would say we are likely to have more season ticket holders in the championship than we had. Than if we had stayed up. Premier League just got too boring and negative. Remains to be seen how many turn up each week, though. Uh, Miles Dixon says I think if we can get a few wins early doors it will reignite the interest for a lot of people couldn't care less about this season which pretty much echoes what you've been saying Cosy as well you're pretty much beam me up aren't you in, in terms of to the championship yeah looking forward to it envious of all the uh, you know was it? it must be 10 12 teams battling for 10 11 teams battling for promotion and uh, it's a lot yeah, going for relegation it's the first well. time ever I think that well I don't know we had some miserable mid-table mediocrities in the league well, Division 3 as it was then, but it's just been weird. Five months of just... <laughs> it's just weird, isn't it? Don't you think? It's just been... I know depressing. quite a lot of people, and probably people do who's listening, but they've, you know, they do, they've missed kind of an odd home game. I mean, this, it says it all, doesn't it? Some of the seats that are missing, people are missing. I think... So, Terry of 1958 says, I think the majority of town fans will massively, massively up for the team next season until we get hammered at home by loot and then all bets are off again that's what you were saying Cosy uh, Anthony Gummersall says keep those who are putting in the effort keep a few favourites where possible and cash in where not buy some more players of the Grant Hill can put a few youngsters here and there we play good football between both boxes already and just to finish off Neil your points for you we've, we've had Jason Wilson being in touch um, 
about the season being painful. Jack Fellow says numbers will be fine, Erica. I don't think there will be a big drop, which the numbers automatically are saying that there's not going to be in terms of season cards purchased. Watson yeah, says... more about attitude, really. And there's been some good points made, to be honest. Yeah, just to finish, Watson says, I think as long as we beat the likes of Rochdale pre-season, we have a token home game against a decent side, we'll, we'll have a large vocal positive <laughs> like crowd. Like the Pots were outstanding, weren't they? We were like yeah. Ronaldo that match, but looks can be deceiving, people. So, Claire Hill says, I think it depends on how the start of the season goes, and Will Shaw says the same thing, and... Uh, Terrier 7N2 Mike says I'm totally flat about it I don't see a massive turnaround of players and the losing mentality will continue into the start of next season uh, if we don't buy quality so that's similar to some of the lines that we've gone on um, so in terms of attitude so I think most people are feeling quite refreshed there Neil um, I think that a lot of people are looking forward to it are we um, still going to do this pod in the championship I think we're bigger than than the uh, championship myself. What about you, Neil? It's because Neil's already gone full BBC, aren't you? Halfway through this season. Oh yeah, had, against had... Wolves, who were oh, straight on to six. Just how it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you only rings when you win. Eh? Big boys now. You only ring when you're winning, Neil. Have <laughs> your back on. Only ring when you're winning. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even ring him. Who did you? What did Robert Savage? Who did you speak to? Savage. I no, it was Chris Sutton and oh, Chris uh, Sutton. Alistair Bruce Ball. Wow. He's all right, but Chris Sutton's an absolute Yeah, Chris whopper. Sutton's a whopper. Barnes yeah. with the flick, Johnson with the turn, Johnson with the goal. And the game turned on its head. Cosy, you put a tweet out, and thankfully there weren't as many responses, <laughs> so I don't have to read those out. But you've mentioned that Jan Ziva hinted about a big overhaul in his press conference last week. Are we that far off in your eyes from a challenging team in 2019-20? Yeah, I think we discussed a little bit of it earlier, didn't we? About it's. Uh, I just thought it needed a bit of tweaking, but as kind of the games and the months gone by, like we've discussed earlier, I think some players have like it's not for me. This sort of town business anymore. I, I think the turnovers would be a lot bigger than people are expecting. It's just I that in so. it. I'm quite shocked, surprised, really. I think we're used to kind of managers are saying nothing in his press conference. So when he said that, I was like, wow. I, I put a list on Twitter the other week of people who I think will leave, and people were really shocked at it because it was so extensive, but. I just genuinely think that it will be a massive, massive turnover. I think there'll be a lot of upset And I don't think well. it's a bad thing. Because I think, we've, let's be honest, we've been it's relegated. We need to yeah. eradicate that We've been absolutely <laughs> dire, and we're going to be relegated by a ridiculous amount of points. So, so I suppose it's got to be, hasn't it, really? Yeah. It's got to be. Um, there's no whoppers this week, Neil. Um, we're fed up of whoppers and no, weapons. Although you've called... To be honest, probably just me for drinking far <clears throat> so much on Saturday. Although you did you did out Aaron Rowe as a weapon a few minutes ago, but we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll apologise yeah. to Aaron Oops. Rowe. Sorry, Aaron. Uh, do you want to give us a bit of a charity update for Huddersfield Street Kitchen? Yeah, um, I did a bit of um, a fundraiser, raised £450. Good work, Neil, good work. Which was excellent, and that's going to be going into buying a new gazebo, um because the other one got ripped apart by the winter weeks ago. Um, so new gazebo, new heavyweight gazebo going in. That be should be with us by this weekend. Uh, and then other things, gas burners, gas bottles, disposables, etc. Um, and we've also put in, preempting it a bit here, but we've also put in for some funding from the Town Foundation from the uh, big sleep out that they did last Friday. Um aimed at homeless people and what a better way to do that than to help us with Street Kitchen who are helping homeless people on a weekly basis 
So hopefully something will come of that. Um, even if it doesn't, the fact that they've done that and highlighted the issue and out there helping it is fantastic. And so, remember as well, if you want to donate anything in terms of clothing, uh, blankets, you say, Neil, are a big thing. Yeah. A- anything that you want to donate, shoes, uh, I suppose, would be a, yeah. a thing. Uh, coming up to summer, so... Um, any sort of items of clothing and we're, we are going to be looking at before long actually putting this is going to sound a bit too soon but we're going to start putting together some uh winter packs oh, cool. so that'll be like a sleeping bag thick pair of socks woolly hat mm. t-shirt to go under your shirt etc etc um, we're going to price those up put them together where we can sort of get them Amazon donated or from a supermarket okay. or and then yeah, be get people to donate a winter pack. That'd be good. And if anybody wants to get involved or wants to um, donate anything, get in touch with Neil at Bradford Terrier or with the podcast at Takes That Chance. Uh, or even just call down on a Sunday, 12 till 3, outside McDonald's in the town centre. You'll see us there. And great stuff. Uh, so to finish off in the last sort of five minutes or so, guys, I opened up to the wild, wild west of Twitter. Um, a couple of questions, so we'll fire these through and then we'll call this a day. Um, Elliot HDFC says, thoughts on Aaron Rowe? Mightly impressed with how he bounced back from conceding the penalty show. Temperament well beyond his age. Linked up nice with Pritch and Grant too. Thoughts on Aaron Rowe, Neil? Bit of a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> a useful weapon though, Aaron. But I, I think he could be useful, yeah. He's anybody who plays a behind-closed-doors game against Bradford's first team for our under-19s and bags two is already off to a flight. I don't want to brag, but I reckon I could get one against that, those lot. Mm, possibly. Um, but, um, I, no, I, I just like the fact that he's thrown him in. You know, there's been no no he's messing about. He's shown no fear either. That, no, absolutely great, not. Yeah. No, he's chucked him in, and from going from under 19s football to Premier League football is one hell of a jump, mm. and he's not looked out of place. You know, lad's got. No, th- th- there's well. a lot of potential there, so, and, and I like to see him get plenty more minutes between now and end of the season and. Obviously, he's going to be a big part of the squad for next season. Absolutely. Good luck to him. Keep it up, Aaron Rowe. Fantastic. Uh, Elliot says, how do you see the midfield shaping up next season? I think Stankovic at CDM and Bakuna have earned their places. Uh, that final spot is undecided for me. If O'Brien was to take it, we could have a very youthful, dynamic, energetic midfield prepared to be moulded to fit Sievert's ideology. I'm looking forward to seeing Lewis O'Brien back next season. I think he's potentially going to get player of the season at Bradford with a lot of the way uh, they're talking about him there. Bakuna's earned the right... Um, that were funny though. Other week, one of that video they're doing rounds where he got owned by that. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Oh, it's a Luton player. Yeah, they got really pushed in. He were absolute class. Sonny Bradley. One. Yeah, it's yeah. A tremendous one that, wasn't it? Yeah. Instead good. of going down like everyone else would have done. Well done, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Went turned into Bez from Happy Monday. <laughs> <was brilliant. laughs> yeah, I'd, I'm interested to see him next season. I hope he, he comes back and we'll see. He seems to be that. He actually did all right box. pre-season last season because he, he did pretty much all pre-season with the first team last year. I'll tell you what made me laugh today. <laughs> He'd have probably got games this season. And he went it? down like a lead balloon, but five months out. But he's coming back on Saturday. Running down the wing and the Sadford sing. Viva Sean Scano. He's back to save the day. Six points off relegation. Come on, Sean. Do your Simon Baldy. Get a new contract by having two good games. Between now and me, <laughs> I did tell I did tell a brother fan that 
Jack Payne will be a far better signing than Scannell. He's not been playing him, has he? He's always yeah. injured, isn't he? It's the, yeah. It's, it's just sad, really. I think they've ruined well, his career. I think you left O'Brien and Payne out on Saturday. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't a League Two podcast. Let's come on. <laughs> come on, guys. Who's uh, preparing? <laughs> <laughs> Last time this happened in the 70s, we went all the way down, so, you know. Yeah. Um, so midfield next season, Elliot. Um, I think it's got to be Stankovic or Hogg. Just get one if Teddy Dolan's announced the director of football. We won the Yorkshire Electricity Cup, and now we're going up. Then were the days. Bradford pre-season. You remember that? Yorkshire Electricity Cup. I used to enjoy those, because it used to be a bit of competitiveness. I think we won it in 94. I remember that first time in Fionora. We played in one of them games. God, this sounds like... Oh, that was 89? It burst on the scene. We're like, wow, this guy's incredible. He's got pace, power, he's scored a mega goal. I can't believe Grimsby or Can you remember... No, it was against... Scunthorpe and wow. can you remember who was playing centre back for Scunthorpe that day Oof. Stuart Hicks nope Rob Dewars. worse than Stuart Hicks Dewars. and Rob Dewars and he appeared on our Whoppers Dewars. and Weapons oh, team oh, um, Mark Jackson no <laughs> he was actually in the team Mark Jackson didn't get the team Gordon Tucker Oh. Wow, what a well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just remember being there as a really small kid and Fee. people wow. laughing at him whenever the ball went near him and just wondering what's going on here. Yeah, I think we've uh, been here too long, lads. People asking uh, if Lossell goes to France, who should we sign to get rid of him? But we'll see. It's a oh, difficult no. one. It's a difficult one. Don't know who's available. Uh, Rob O'Connell, should this year's end of season awards be cancelled? Neil. Oh, we're on spot here, aren't we? I'm going to say no. For, for those who've bought a ticket to go, no. But There may be a few sheepish awards. Let's be fair. What is it to celebrate? If we're being brutally honest, what is it to celebrate? I don't think it should be cancelled, but I think it'll be low-key. <sighs> Imagine top scorer <laughs> is a Zanka. lad who's played five <laughs> games after signing for oh, the million and a half. He's still got to get more, one more to beat Zankler. He's still going to do it. I uh, hope he does. I'd, I'd had his Charlton goals on to make sure he got it. <laughs> I hope he does. But, no, nah, you know, top assister. Who's going to win that? Lost or we won. You know what I mean? It's, it's, See, but... I just don't... For me, I'd probably err on the side of binning it off this season. I don't think you can bin it off just. I don't. You can't because people have bought tickets and it's an event that's selling. But it's, it's going to be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't celebrate. I'd keep it a bit low key to be honest this year, and maybe just maybe just have Danny do a massive video that can just make people laugh and then just yeah. pick the rest. Um, <laughs> you could all it all in said that we pick up highlights season, doesn't it? <laughs> Cosy, one for you from Tanzanian Terrier says: Do we still keep the no limits mantra part of the Wagner revolution, or do we have a new mantra as part of the Siva evolution? Move on. Yeah, Neil's just answered, answered Sorry, for me. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. Kyle Hare says, know your limits, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> uh, Matt Smith says, why the sudden nostalgic loving for Alex Smithy's return from a minority of fans? We didn't even miss him when he left. Folk are putting two and two together and coming up with ten. Isn't it? People ask questions. He's an easy link. He's not playing at Cardiff and he's a local lad. Exactly. And to be fair, he improved massively at QPR yeah. from, from when he played for us. He's coming to a good age. I think people are sort of thinking, you know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens in but, summer. Again, if Cardiff don't go down, then I think that's a tough one to do. But anyway, uh, Tweak says, I'm starting to feel like we're gearing up for a big reshuffle of personnel. The impetus put on youth, the changes, team selection. If we are going to lose big names, who do you feel we can keep, build a team around, and who is up for the challenge? Tough one to do. We kind of did that a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, obviously, you want to keep your likes of Moyes and Schindlers, but it's not happening. It's probably not going to happen. I'm afraid. You're looking at, and people will shout shout me down for this, but you're looking at an exodus. I think so. That it will be one, I've even one prepared, busy revolving door. There'll be a dozen dozen or more go. I've even prepared the Bob Marley uh, outro tune of Exodus for the summer <laughs> as well. There will be a dozen or more go, and I'll, I'll put my hat on that. Claire says, which player would the team miss the most, leave the biggest hole if they left in the summer? Aaron Moy, for me. Al Schindler. Aaron Moy, end of, end of discussion. Uh, it's more about Alex Smithers. Should we resign resign Alex Smithers if he lost or leaves? Potentially, but it'd be hard to do. Dan good for Peckett. penalties, wouldn't it? That, that'd be it. Mm. Uh, Dan Peckett mentions about the injuries. Is Jan Zivert's training regime not working given the fact that all of our main players are constantly injured? I think a lot of injuries at this stage of the season when you're doing so poorly are probably a little bit exaggerated as well. I, uh, I'd like, I'd like Neil, to think if we... Shock me, Neil. I don't care. I, I said that It's just start. true. I do, if, I, if we're in a scrap now... If we're where, who's third bottom? This is how much I've looked at it. Cardiff, I think. So if we're where Cardiff are now, and you've got within a few points of mm. having a chance to stay up, there's players queuing up to play. They want to play. They want to be part of this. Want to be in, in that excitement, in that battle. Burnley but when, when you've been cut adrift since December, I'm sorry, but well, there's one player. Not enough to get if you look on, want to play. if you look on Premier injuries, there's one player who missed three weeks ago with an illness. Then he had a foot injury. Then he had something else. It seems to change on a weekly basis, and I'm sceptical as to how injured he is. But we'll see. Oh. Uh, I think you can. I think you can make up your own mind. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. I'd love a couple of building jobs on, won't I? A couple of conservatives getting laptops on. Miles Dixon says, "Do we think we'll spend a decent amount in the summer or base the side largely on young players?" We've kind of covered that already. Mike Terrier seven and two says, "If Grant carries on scoring, will Town cash in on him in the summer if a five million offer comes in?" He's five already, million. He's, he's already joking. worth. He's already worth far more than that, Mike. I don't think as long as Dean Hoyle's at the helm, that's not going to happen. I think the club actually can see. We've talked about the. Let's be honest. We've talked about Callum. Callum Grant was bought for next season. I wasn't bought to save us this season. We didn't play until the end of January. We were down by then. I think if Grant keeps on going, we're going to look at 25 million, not 5 million. By the way, he's developing at the minute. Yeah. So. Uh, and the last one says, can you discuss why, even though we easily have one of the best out... I think this is for you, Cosy. Can you discuss why, even though we easily have one of the best atmospheres, maybe not of late, in the league, why we've never really made it to a fortress or into a fortress? I just think the ground's designed not to be a fortress. <laughs> Simple as that. It's a bit Alex. too far away from the pitch. Yeah. Isn't it? I'll be honest. To make it a proper fortress, you got to have a team to match it. When you're winning um, every week, and it, it becomes intimidating for other teams, not just because it crowd, but because it's team that they're facing. I think it's the type of atmosphere, though, isn't it? As well, I think. Do you remember when we lost to Millwall in the playoffs, and that atmosphere there was nasty. There was, yeah, it was. There were people. There were fans spitting at. Yeah, we Gary had Roberts. Zellers that day, lads. No, at their. Oh no, place. that was another one. Place. Oh, sorry, there. At their yeah, place. But, well, I remember the ball. Every time the ball went out for our throw, and one of their fans would sling it Robert back Williams as hard as they dare could. even go get ball for a throw in no and they, that's Millwall that's, yeah. that's it and there are, there's another atmosphere down the road whereby that can get quite nasty at yeah. times the only time I've ever known a really nasty atmosphere at Uddersfield Woods Uddersfield Bradford in the first season new stadium when it were all centred around the Etienne Vivier Etienne Vivier yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. although yeah I'm trying to think of Kevin Gray but we don't think we played them again did the, we oh sorry yeah, we played like Gordon Gray, Watson, when Gordon Watson came oh, back well, yeah. that was quite a nasty one as well when yeah he, uh, they were proper hated there but yeah it's 
Yeah, I think it's... God, we've commented before, it's incredible what the atmosphere that we turn out, to be honest with you, when there's so little to get enthused about. But hopefully that'll change kind of next season. Just showed you just... We just saw the goal again before we came in, didn't we? The, the grand one, but the joy and the fans. And that was just like... It didn't really mean anything in the bigger picture of life. The one question I'm going to ask you, my question now, if we finish above Fulham, will we get more money? Yeah. <laughs> How it's much about, It's only a couple of hundred grand. I know is it's it? only... Still for, more, isn't it? Yeah. A couple of, it's not... It's not like millions, but it's a few hundred grand, which championship level terms is quite good, but Premier League level's a bit drop, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We'd have given out for 200 grand a few years ago. To so be honest, after this now. season, it would just be nice not to finish bottom. Mm. I'd... I'd I'd, that. I'd be quite happy. It's, yeah. that. 19, yeah. happy days. Well, boom, we'll have, we'll I've just got an issue of apology to any Watford fans. This is I sat here in August thought Watford are going to be really in the mix for relegation. They're Watford. having a right season and they're at Wembley for FA Cup. I, I, all three, all three of us are, said yeah. Watford would go down, didn't yeah. we? And, and Watford have made us all like absolute idiots as they sit there. It's seven FA Cup semi-final. So when it comes to doing predictions next season, I think we'll pass maybe on that. Yeah. So <clears throat> we've been going for way too long here. So I think the only <laughs> thing, <laughs> the only I'm thing. I'm just sending a tweet, sorry Matt, about chopped up apples, whether they're better than normal ones. This is how much we've been going on for, I think. Tell you what, Cosy, put your phone down, sing a song and let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll attribute to a, an old striker of ours. And love, and love. Let's get together and feel all right. Peter and Love, if we'd have signed you, we'd have stayed up. Trevor Francis, you up. Whopper. Whopper. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Pete's got a chance and scores! Jack Pete scores! Heffel is in there! Smith scores for Field Town! 3-2 Town! For a sherry, Danny Ward saves! Danny Ward saves! The Quattro's in, round the hair! 2 0 on a field town! Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now 
by the McDonald's app. Ewan. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.